Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea. Or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined a great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Santa's all saying no, no, no So you led to the local color Serving coffee with a crawler Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill They've got an awful lot of coffee An awful lot of coffee Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil
originally recorded that song by Bob Hilliard and Dick Miles back in 1946, but that was old Blue Eyes himself, the 1961 version of the coffee song. Occasionally subtitled, they've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. And that's Frank Sinatra. Uh, originally appeared on his up-tempo album, Ring Ding Ding. The first album released through Sinatra's then-new label, Reprise Records. Home to many of the Rat Pack associates at the time, along with Bing Crosby, the comedian Red Fox, and Mexican band leader Esquidal. And the coffee song riffs on the idea of Brazil's coffee surplus, introducing the term an awful lot of coffee that's used by many news articles. And the novelty song has been covered extensively. Originally I wanted to use the Soul Coughing B-side, but I opted for a little bit more of a swinging version here to kick off the show. Other acts that have performed the coffee song include the Andrews Sisters, Rosemary Clooney, Sam Cooke, and even the Muppets. Well, of course, Brazil was home to the recent FIFA World Cup of soccer slash football, and the Germans won the competition last night with a 1-0 win over the Argentines. The Dutch took third place with a win over the host country, and Brazil totally bombed out massively after losing 7-1 to the champions earlier, and they later lost the uh, third-place match 3-0 to the Netherlands. And Brazil, specifically in Rio de Janeiro, will be host to the 2016 Summer Olympics, so we'll see how the Brazilians handle themselves if they're able to rebound from an epic meltdown from one sporting event to the next that comes to town. Of course, there's some questions about the affordability of the World Cup and the Olympics as well, too, as the Brazil kind of face a bit of an economic disparity. And from what's been reported from the host countries considering the 2022 Winter Olympics after this year's Sochi expensive extravaganza, a lot of the most uh, countries originally think about have opted out, so perhaps it's time to reckon what will happen with the future of these events as the costs become ungainly. But that's enough of sports news here, so good evening. The name of this show is Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on UBC's brilliantly shambolic community radio station CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. We broadcast at 590 watts here. Out of UBC campus to the lower mainland of British Columbia. You can find us elsewhere in Canada, North America, the world, or wherever the internet takes you at www.citr.ca. My name is Gak, and I'll be giving you enough oxygen for the next two hours. Hopefully it's not confined completely in this very boiling studio, but we'll see what happens here. The phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604 2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, and you can email me anytime. RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. This week's profile will be on the jazz guitarist Sonny Sherrick. And along with some of his free jazz sounds, we'll listen to some of the music that he did for the animated talk show Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which debuted 20 years ago to an incredulous late night audience expecting more of the cartoon repeats that appeared on the Turner Network at the time. And this was planned well before the recent announcement of the death of uh, jazz bassist Charlie Hayden. And he was an acolyte in Sherrock, in a way, even though, they, as far as I can tell, they never played together. And I hope to include some of Hayden's music in this week's show, but I had a busy weekend. As you can tell, my voice is somewhat hoarse. So I have a chance to probably digest his music, but give me time. I'll figure it out for a future episode of sorts. But putting uh, with the rest of the show's theme, uh, we're going to have a lot of jagged guitars here, either noisy punk or otherwise avant-garde. So not much of electronic music or anything else outside of these gnarly strings here. And in the background, this is Aim Low 
unless beyond with the title track to their 2012 cassette String Theory. And the Montreal Act features four guitarists, crafting a reputation as being one of the city's loudest bands, and they're working apparently on their first full-length album. So it's at the mixing stage, so perhaps we'll hear something from them soon. But I'd be remiss to say that we have someone in the studio here. Joining me on microphone two here, all the way from Birmingham in England, this is James Benton. Hey James, how's it going? Yeah, good thanks, how you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, did you get World Cup fever watching it all? Uh, I did, but um, we were out pretty Yes, England. Did, uh, what were the expectations for the English team um, there? I think we always set our expectations pretty high. Yeah. But then we're always like in the gutter. So. Yeah, the three Lions were a bit young this year. Maybe they were kind of like Lion Cubs or two and a half Lions, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Or but. one Lion. <laughs> Germany deserved it, though. So. Yeah, no, they played uh, textbook soccer. It was a case of watching most of their games. They were a team through and through. And, yeah, they were just decimating all over the place there. Yeah. All right. So James is going to be with us for most of the show here. He is a uh, an observer, let's say, at this point. He is relatively new at the station. He's just uh, sitting in, observing the mayhem that happens here. It's not going to be like a zoo crew type thing, but uh, we'll have James interject at time to time because at some point he would like a show. So. I would indeed, yeah. Yeah, so James, you're more than welcome to be here at CITR and... Uh, Let's see what happens over the next two hours. So let me fade this out here. And uh, we were talking a little bit about festivals off-air beforehand. And uh, coming this weekend, amongst a lot of other stuff that's happening in the busy Vancouver summer, it's the 37th Annual Vancouver Folk Music Festival here. So have you uh, been keeping track of that at all? Um, I haven't, actually. Um, no. But I'm off to a festival myself. I'm off to the Pemberton Festival, so... That should be a fun one. Yeah, we'll touch upon that a little bit later on the show, although somehow in the planning stages of this, I've opted not to include any of the acts there. But uh, we'll definitely pick your mind once it's uh, time to talk about it. But uh, for this folk music festival happening at Jericho Beach July 18th to 20th, so this Friday to Sunday, uh, we're actually going to focus on some of the non-folky acts because... You know, we're kind of like counter-programming in some ways here. So much in the same way as the Coastal Jazz Festival happens at the end of every June, features a lot of non-jazz acts. The Folk Music Festival kind of is in the same milieu. So most of the 60-plus artists playing this weekend uh, will be either kind of a folk vein, emphasis on some great local acts, touring Canadian acts, and the strong proportion of World Roots music. Uh, CITR is one of the community partners at the Folk Festival, and we actually will be broadcasting live Saturday, July 19th, from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And the reason we're doing it early is because uh, 8 a.m. to noon is Steve Edge's folk show. So it kind of lines up nicely. So I think he's going to have uh, some of the musicians there maybe interviewing, if not the whole bunch of talk about what's going on here. So we're going to listen to a quick set of four acts that are going to be playing, and we're going to start off with the local act, Brastronaut, and they're going to be playing Stage 3, which I think is the sunset stage on Saturday at 7.15. But they're also playing Sunday, July 20th, on stage 5, which is the twilight stage at 6.40. So they're working on a new album, and uh, we're actually going to go back from their most recent album, 2012's Mean Sun. So this is going to be Brass or Not here with a song about what the architectural wonders of the interior of this province, and that is the Revelstoke Dam here on Exploding Head Movie CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Thank you. 
issue of Discorder is here. Be sure to pick up a copy around town or check it out online at discorder.ca and catch features on Pat Locke, Dirty Spells, Horses Records, The Beelines, and so much more. 
Also be sure to peep the Discord or playlist, now available through SoundCloud. And a very special thank you to this issue's advertisers, Audio Pile Records, CCEC Credit Union, Catalano Street Party, LiveVan.com, The Ponderosa Festival, The Queer Arts Festival, The Rickshaw Theatre, Rifflandia, The Media Club, Vancouver Fetish Weekend, Vancouver Fringe Festival, Vancouver Queer Film Festival, The Victory Square Block Party, and Vinyl Records. Sometimes I wonder where 
So all four of those acts we just heard there will be participating at this year's Vancouver Folk Festival this weekend. We start off with Brastronaut with Revelstoke Dam, and that's off their 2012 album Mean Sun. Then we heard the act that will be playing after Brastronaut, at the very least on Saturday, July 19th, that was Toronto's Born Ruffians, off last year's Birthmarks album, that was With Her Shadow. And the rats of the Born Ruffians originate from Midland, Ontario, and they used to be known as Mornington Drive. Before they made the move to Hogtown and they picked up a fourth member and uh, the Born Ruffians play stage three at 8.15 p.m. on July 19th. Then we heard one of the acts highlighting the festival and though he'll be bringing his new band The Hands of Glory in tow. From the 2011 Muppets film that was Andrew Bird with The Whistling Caruso which was performed on film by that new Muppet Walter. And Andrew Bird and the Hands of Glory will be headlining the main stage on the first night of the Folk Festival. So that will be Friday, July 19th at 9.50pm. And they'll be following other acts like Winter Sleep and Tift Merritt. And uh, Andrew Bird's latest album is Noble Beast. Then we close with the Tex-Mex singer-songwriter Alejandro Escovedo and off his 2012 album Big Station. Weird common mistake. And uh, Escovedo has been a big part of the Austin music scene ever since moving from his native San Antonio in the 80s. And uh, he, along with his band, the Sensitive Boys, will be playing the main stage at 8.30 on Saturday, right before the big headlining act of the festival, the legendary Joan Baez. So other acts playing the Folk Music Festival this weekend include Ozo Matli, Amos Lee, Nigeria's Shun Kuti, and Egypt 80. Nova Scotia singer-songwriter Rose Cousins, Ontario's Great Lakes Swimmers, and many, many more. The 37th Annual Folk Music Festival runs this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, July 18th, 19th, and 20th at Jericho Beach Park. And as I mentioned earlier, CITR will be broadcasting live for a portion of that festival. And if you can't make it down on Saturday, July 19th, do tune in to CITR 101.9 from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. as uh, we broadcast live from there. For more information about the festival, check out www.thefestival.bc.ca. And behind me, this is the Toronto Act, Ilang Ilang, along with Telephone Maison with Perception of Time, off last year's Cottonhead Sea-er album. So, James. How's it going? How did you... I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, good. Not, not boiling here, not sweating profusely? Uh, I'm pretty hot, I've got to admit. Okay. We'll try to, we could get the industrial fan going there. <laughs> That could be our third guest here. How did you hear about CITR? Um, well, what it was, I had a, a friend, um, his name was Alex Venice. Uh, he was from Ontario, and he had a show on the station. Uh, and he just invited me along to come and help him out with the show. Um, and it, I just immediately wanted to join. It was a, a great... It was addictive? Album. Yeah. The first bite was the sweetest. <laughs> well, that's it, yeah. But, um, I mean, they've been great here. I mean, they offer you training. Um, start you up from scratch and eventually you know hopefully I'll have my own show and there's other things that's great as well like um, the tabling events for example that's right you know I was helping out with the station I got to see uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds which is always a cool. great show good yeah. for you yeah uh, but yeah it's a great opportunity so that's good what would you say for someone who's listening who is thinking about volunteering at the station how how easy did you find it uh, I found it really easy um I basically just went on the website, I sent an email, and then within about 10 minutes I got an email back uh, off one of the program managers, 
um, asking me to go in and have a tour. So I came in, had a tour. Um, nice. And then that was it. So what kind of show do you think that you would do then if you were to have uh, your way? Well, what I'm going to be doing is uh, I'd like to do a crossover show. So obviously I'm from England myself, so I'd like to play uh, a lot of bands, up-and-coming bands from England. And at the same time, some up-and-coming bands from Vancouver and, you know, introduce them to both countries. The great thing about it is you can do podcasts and people can listen live all over the world. Exactly. So, yeah, it'd be good to introduce new bands to new no, that's areas. Right. No, it's a case of like, yeah, this is definitely locally oriented like most radio stations. But we have the outreach capability to go all across the world. Because uh, we do have uh, another programmer here, I think, from Manchester originally. And I'm sort of digging through. We had a couple Irish guys as well, too. So it was a chance that, you know, they received feedback from their hometowns. Or elsewhere, I, I sort of found out recently that there was a... Uh, I was searching something tied into my show because I lost the podcast link somehow. I was going to share it. But when I was searching for it, uh, I found some discussion boards. So I saw my show discussed being in Ottawa and Ohio. And, uh, yeah, there's listeners like in Finland and Japan as well, too. So the outreach is there. And you think about shows like Nardwar, The Human Serviette. You think about um, Transcendence. I mean, there's fans of specific types of music genres worldwide. So if you get to share a little bit of one with the other, it should connect out quite nicely. So Definitely, yeah. Be a good pitch. So get your demo in soon there. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll be working on it straight away. Nice. All right, let's get back to the music here, and we'll get rowdy with the rest of the show. We're going to start off with a Toronto act called Cattle, except spelled C-A-T-L. It's, uh, the Toronto act was a little bit of a hiatus, and they sort of paired back their act from a trio to just a duo of guitarist Jamie Fleming, and then keyboardist, but now drummer, Sarah Kirkpatrick. And they do have a new album out called This Shaking House, but we're going to go back to when they were a trio, uh, which featured then Johnny LaRue as the drummer. From 2012's Soon This Will All Be Gone, this is Cattle with Got a Thing For You. Thank you. 
we be uh-huh. a jihad for love white water black gold a red girl's guide to reasoning East Hastings Pharmacy. I Weiwei, never sorry. Misrepresentation. Cinema Politica UBC screens politically charged films with speakers and discussions every month. Screenings take place at the Norm Theater in the sub and are by donation. To learn more, visit cinemapolitica.org slash UBC.
from their latest album, Do Not Engage. That was Vancouver's own The Pack AD with Airborne. And Becky Black and Maya Miller are hitting the road hard this summer. They're playing Western Canada and Alaska over the next few weeks. So aside from dates in Saskatoon, Sitka, and Banff, uh, as BC dates go, they're playing July 26th at the Cochin Valley Rock of the Woods Festival at Glenora Farm. They'll be in Nelson on August 7th at the Spirit Bar at the Hume Hotel. And then they're going to be opening up for Allison Chains across Canada. So they're going to start at West Penticton at the South Okanagan Events Centre on August 8th. Then on the 10th, they'll be at the CN Centre in Prince George. And then Dawson Creek at the Encana Events Centre on August 11th. And from that, they'll head east to Lethbridge to Halifax. Then they'll be opening for Manor Astroman through the eastern states in September. So don't see any in Vancouver otherwise. But uh, there'll be plenty of opportunities in this beautiful province. Otherwise, in the background here, this is a previously unreleased track from the hardcore Latin funk act Brown Out. It's called Business at Hand. It was from uh, the same sessions as their 2009 album Aguilas y Cobras. Now, we'll get to James shortly here because we were talking a little bit about this. But uh, Brown Out just released an all-black Sabbath covers album called, conveniently enough, Brown Sabbath. And at some point, I do want to share parts of the album that I've heard, but I'll save that for a long overdue funk-themed episode. Because Black Sabbath come from where? Uh, they come from Birmingham. And that is where you are from. So what, what is the Birmingham music scene like, both historically and maybe currently? So oh. who are some of the acts that have come out of Brummy? Historically, it is um, known as the home of metal. Um, you've got Black Sabbath from there, Judas Priest. Uh, Led Zeppelin were not far away. Um, but yeah, it was known as the home of metal. It was a very industrial kind of city, and I think a lot of these bands, like back in the day, thought the best way to deal with it was metal music. Well, of course, if you know if there are foundries there, yeah, if there's a lot of steelwork being done, metal's appropriate. <laughs> so, but then like, also, uh, yeah, you've got other bands like uh, Duran Duran. <laughs> you were mentioning you delivered papers to uh, one of their parents. Uh, I did, yeah. I used to uh, do a paper round every morning, and uh, on my round was, uh, I think it was Simon the Bums. Okay. Mom and Dad. Yeah. Nice. Like, who did you see in Birmingham when they played live? Like, did you see any of the local acts that were playing there? Um, yeah. Well, uh, there was a. There's quite a big music scene there now. Um, a lot of uh, folk rock seems to be one of those scenes that's getting a lot yes, bigger. Yes, that's quite big. So yeah. Festival and stuff. Um, there's a lot of new bands coming out of Birmingham. Uh, one to watch out for is a, it's a band called Midnight Bonfires. Midnight Bonfires, yeah, okay. Th- I was actually uh, on tour with them, uh, helping them out as a, a roadie just before I got to Vancouver. Um, and they were, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing really well. I think they're doing a supporting act at the uh, Birmingham Folk Festival, actually, uh, supporting Johnny Marr from the Smiths. So Nice, okay. Yeah. I wish we could organize a little bit beforehand. Maybe we could have a chance to share some of this music. You have like a little bit of a preview of what your show could be like when proposed. But oh, yeah. We, well, so we can always try to coordinate maybe something later on in the summer if you're keen. So Yeah, sounds good. Nice. All right, a little bit of brummy. <sighs> Who's the football team there? What's the football club? Uh, well, there's two. There's uh, Birmingham City. Okay. Uh, I'm a Birmingham City fan myself. All right. I'm sad to say it, though, because we're not the greatest team in the world. But <laughs> Are you at least in the Premiership League, or have uh, you been relegated no. down a no, bit? No, uh, we're, we're down. We're in the Championship. Okay. So. Uh, and then you got Aston Villa. I have actually friends who are big Aston Villa fans. Yeah. 
they're our big rivals. So. Oh, of course, of course. The nat- natural city rivals are always the ones that are, yeah. you know. And uh, West Brom as well. West, West Bromwich Albion. Three football clubs yeah. there. Nice. So the rivalry gets pretty big, you know. I can imagine. Does it get heated that you have, there are certain neighborhoods that uh, you're like, you can't wear the colors in? Um, not really. Like on game day, then, right. yeah, you don't want to wander into certain territory. But right. generally, you can walk around anywhere wearing the shirts, you know. So nice. it's not as bad as you hear. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it, the hooligan culture is long past at this point. You know, the people are more of affectionate with their football club oh, at this point yeah. now. So it's just, you know, it's like more of a friendly rivalry. Yeah, So definitely. Same way here with hockey. Same way, like when I lived in New York, it was baseball as well, too. So Cool. Nice. All right, we're going to actually hop over to Edmonton for this next act, a rockabilly trio known as the Frolics, who originally formed in Nashville, but they do call Alberta home now here. And uh, off their latest album, Sippin' Lemonade, which is something I think everyone should be doing right now. Perhaps something a little stronger. Won't say what. This is going to be The Frolics with v v Vixen. We will then follow up with an actual Nashville act here on Exploding in Movies here, CITR, UBC Campus Radio here in Vancouver.
from 2012 Super Treatment. That was Heavy Cream with John, Johnny, and the Nashville trio of Mimi, Dylan, and Jessica. They've been a big part of the local Tennessee scene for a handful of years, though. They've been pretty quiet this year so far. And along with this is one of Trick's Point Never with Inside World, and this is off last year's R Plus 7. And the project of Daniel Lopatin have been tipped to replace several of the opening acts for Nine Inch Nails' upcoming tour after the recent breakup of the Sacramento act Death Grips. We'll actually touch upon Nine Inch Nails a bit later. Actually, you know what? We'll talk a little bit about it now because uh, Mr. James Benton here is going to Pemberton Music Festival. And uh, are you going to see Nine Inch Nails? Are they one of the big acts that you want to see? Uh, they are indeed, yeah. Yeah, That's have you seen them before? Uh, I've never seen them before. My, okay. My uh, brother just actually watched them uh, back in England. Oh, okay. Uh, they played last month. Uh, and he said it was absolutely amazing. So, Yeah, I saw them at uh, Squamish, I think, four or five years ago as part of the then Farewell Tour. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, it was lights out amazing. But uh, the only drag is that he didn't have his full-on light show that uh, he normally has. Oh, right. Well, I've so, heard there's going to be uh, lights at Pemberton. so Should be quite blast. Uh, what other acts uh, are you hoping to see there? Um, there's a few, actually. Uh, it's an amazing lineup this year um Soundgarden are there that's right they've reunited as well yeah uh, I actually saw them just before Christmas but it'd be nice to see them again uh Dead Mouse uh, Outcast yeah the Outcast uh, one should be phenomenal I yeah. mean they hadn't really hit the road that much and then they basically went quiet after the Speaker Box Love Below album yeah and uh yeah they've just been doing festivals all this year and They're I've, also one of those bands that you can just sing along to. Of course, know? yeah. You think about back when the Stanconia days, like Bombs or Baghdad or Miss Jackson, or going back to uh, Aquamini, or then, of course, you know things like Hey Ya, yeah. and I like the way you move. <laughs> so it's a good selection that way. But uh, yeah, there's uh, plenty of bands. Snoop Dogg as well. That's right. Is he actually going to be Snoop Dogg, or is he going to be Snoop Lion? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Uh, I'll have to find out. Okay. I think I saw the posters at Snoop Dogg, so what we could do is uh, after these two songs here, we could take a better look at the schedule here. But uh, one thing I do want to mention that actually happened this past weekend was that there was the Girls Rock Camp. So from July 7th to 11th, a whole bunch of young girls were brought together to form bands, write songs together, and then build musical skills, and they did a showcase concert. And that happened this past Saturday afternoon at the Rio Theatre. And it's all part of Girls Rock Camp Vancouver, which is a nonprofit society that's built to build the self-esteem of female youth through music creation and performance. And they learn things about postering, making zines, and then just collaborating together. So if you were at the Rio this past Saturday afternoon, you probably saw some people who will probably be forming bands later on. So, of course, this is not helpful after the fact. So I'm just going to state it for the record for the future. But what I'm going to share with you is one of the songs that was performed at last year's Girls Rock camp showcase and this is going to be cosmic diamond with their song business
Whoever said money can't buy you friends obviously wasn't a member at CITR. When you become a member, you get the Friends of CITR card with incredible discounts in the downtown area at The Baker and the Chef, Bang On T-Shirts, Beat Street Records, Dunleavy Snack Bar, The Fall Tattooing, Fortune Sound Club, Hits Boutique, Pacific Cinematheque, Perch, The Portside Pub, Save On Meats, and Vinyl Records. To find out more, visit us in room 233 of the sub on the UBC campus or go online to citr.ca. The hardcore stuff is just is fast, very aggressive and loud, you know, music, angry music. Mr. Steeston Mike, welcome to the Flex Your Head Show on CITR 101.9 FM here in Vancouver. I'm here every Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Playing some punk and hardcore for you. Uh, if you want to hear something, feel free to give me a call at 604-822-2487 or stream by flexyourhead.net and send us an email with a request. Why are we always on the run? Persistent cops When we're 
with the opening track to last year's untitled album. Literally, it is untitled. That was Toronto's Pink Wave with Persistent Cops. And Pink Wine are the quartet of Liam Doyle, Joey Parento, Joel French, and Mike McKeever. And their most recent release is a split cassette with the Haligonian Power Act out of control. And then, ever so quietly here. James, does that sound better? Uh, it sounds great, yeah. Okay, just making sure. Uh, we got some more Aim Low and Less Beyond here. And this is the B-side to their string theory tape. This is a cover of the American singer-songwriter Reese Chapman's guitar trio. So, it's 8 o'clock here in the Pacific Daylight Time. I'm sure the sun is still up. And all you are cooking, whether it's by the beach or actually literally grilling something on a deck. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 1.9 FM in Vancouver. Online at www.citr.ca. My name is Gek, and uh, all this show, I'm joined here by James Benton. How's it going, guys? Good. Get closer to the microphone. How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, you heard the man. There we go. What's the name of the station? It's CITR 101.9 FM. There we go. Total pro. <laughs> so we're looking at the upcoming lineup there as well, too. So some of the other acts we can find is Snoop Dogg, not Snoop Lion. But otherwise, I do see the return of acts like Modest Mouse, who I haven't seen perform while, live in a while. Grimes, did you ever get into Grimes at all? Uh, I haven't, no. Okay. Uh, I'll have to she originally was from Vancouver, although I think she's based in Montreal now. It's very young, lo-fi, electro, R&B stuff. And right. she's uh, signed to Jay-Z's management now. Oh, and nice. uh, she just released... In there. <laughs> and she actually just released a song that Rihanna just rejected there. So oh, right. Okay. Should be quite good. But uh, otherwise, uh, some of the acts that jumped out at me, uh, Sloan, if you are new to Canada, Sloan are probably one of the uh, kind of cult acts here. And uh, I believe they have a new double album out called Commonwealth. And it's basically going to be a four-sided album featuring songs written by each of the members of the act. I'll be sure to check them out then, Slow. Okay, yeah, otherwise New Pornographers, which is a super group based here in Vancouver, including Nico Case, AC Newman, wonderful things that way. Uh, otherwise, for the people who want to party, Girl Talk will be there. I see Justice has a DJ set. Uh, for a little bit going back in time, I see Blondie. Apparently, we'll be at Pemberton. That's one of the bands I'll be watching as well. That's That should be phenomenal at this point to yeah. see if they can hold on new wave elements. Uh, Violet Femmes, if you ever got into that kind of like folk rock. And uh, the wild card I find is Randy Newman, who we know primarily now is making a, a lot of the songs and soundtracks to Pixar films and then Disney films as well, too. But he's definitely one of the old guard singer-songwriters of the L.A., California scene of the 60s and 70s. And I'd uh, be curious to see if he's going to be, you know, snide and sarcastic through it, or is he going to become maudlin? <laughs> so, otherwise, uh, since you're going to Pemberton, uh, they also have a fantastic comedy lineup as well, too. So Norm MacDonald will be there. Uh, Bob Saget. So yeah. even though you know him from Full House and America's home vi- Funniest Home Videos, he is actually probably one of the most dirty-mouthed, dirty-minded individuals there is. Otherwise, uh, Tom Green... You're in that level of Canadiana. I actually um, saw Tom Green live at Yuck Yucks in Vancouver. Oh, okay. Yeah. How uh, was that? It was okay. Right. It was, was it definitely sort of like performance provocative art that way? I wouldn't say him doing stand-up comedy is the best thing for him. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
it's uh it's more good for a hidden camera kind of stuff you okay know? yeah does does it seem like it pulls someone from the audience and try something with them i hope so because when i saw him it was uh it kind of went down like a lead balloon okay <laughs> <laughs> But otherwise, uh, for a true Canadian experience, I believe the Trailer Park Boys will be there as well, too. Have you heard of them before? Uh, I have, actually. Yeah. Um, a Canadian friend of mine actually got me into Trailer Park Boys, so nice. I'm looking forward to that. That, that should be a blast, especially because uh, they do have a third film that's either out now or it's due soon. And it's about them trying to get uh, weed illegal again, because it's sort of <laughs> cut into how their business works that way. So... Well, you should have a good time once you head up to Pemberton. So, yeah, Pemberton Music Festival starts this Wednesday, July 16th. Are you heading up right away on Wednesday? Uh, I'm going Thursday night. So Okay. Yeah, and then coming back Monday, so plenty of time to That's right. drink and enjoy. Did the you music. see what the forecast is going to be like? Uh, I haven't, but I'm hoping it's going to be sunny. Uh, that is the plan, but it is going to be the same temperature here as in Vancouver, except add 10. Oh, right. So, uh, uh I've heard reports that Pemberton right now got up to 36 or something. Whoa. And it may only get warmer, so do bring a whole bunch of water there, James. Will do. All right. Um, Let's hop to Brooklyn here right now. Uh, Of all things, they're not playing Pemberton. They're playing something called Pickathon, August 3rd, in Happy Valley, Oregon. And this is Parquet Courts off of their latest album, Sunbathing Animal. This is Bodies.
right, from Ottawa, off their 2012 album, When I'm Hungry, we heard Boyhood, and that song was As a Fog, and of course, as I just looked at him, like, there was a new film by Richard Linklater out called Boyhood, which had a great history. I'm not, James, have you heard about uh, the story with Boyhood at all? Uh, I haven't, no. Okay, so, Richard Linklater basically worked with the same actors for a few days each year for about 12 years. So they basically follow the lifespan of a boy with a story that was kind of improvised. So they start when he was six. And uh, it worked with Linklater's daughter, and then uh, Ethan Hawke, the actor, and then Patricia Arquette as sort of a Texas family. And there's a separation, and everyone sort of deals with their battles that way. And, and the, basically, it's the movie viewed to this boy's life as, you know, lives with his mom as his dad pops in the scene from all the time. So it's a real film that way in that it sort of follows and actually lets an act- actors grow in the role all that time. Right, got ya. So, be curious to see, because I think it's either coming up this week. I know it's a limited release, but I'm not sure when it'll be playing in Vancouver yet. Okay. So. Yeah, I'll be sure to check that out. Nice. you have any favorite films that you've seen recently? Um, I haven't, actually. There's one film that I really want to go and see. is the new uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, that's right. Did you see the... Uh... Rise of the Planet of the yeah, Apes was did, it a few yeah. years ago. I was quite impressed with it. Yeah, I was. I was. I went into it blind, not sure really what to expect because I remember, you remember the Apes films earlier, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, the, the Tim Burton one was kind of with Mark Wahlberg was pretty terrible. So yeah, I was. Dire. I was glad that they kind of redeemed themselves. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I've heard great reviews about it. So that's right. At some point, I think I should profile the Planet of the Apes. I remember doing the first one with Charlton Heston. Okay. Damn it! You bizarre plan. <laughs> Cornelius and uh, Doctor Zeus, of Dr. course. Zeus, Doctor Zeus. That's right, Simpsons. But yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to it, and especially with Andy Circus actually playing, or sorry, Andy Circus. Uh, yeah, no, Circus. Andy Circus, Zeus. it is. Yeah, doing all the stop motion work. Yeah. So we. Well, he, he was uh, obviously very famous for Gollum. That's right, with the Lord of the Rings trilogy as being the precious. The precious is precious. But, uh, yeah. It's going to be good. Uh... Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. No, that would be that'd be good to check out. So, uh, In the background now, before it got really noisy, uh, we heard Highway X there with uh, a track off their self-titled album from 2012, which basically is eight X's in a row. And from this, we're going to segue to a whole bunch of short songs here. We're going to go to Allentown, Pennsylvania. They're known as Piss Jeans, which uh, I'm sure no one has experienced ever at all after a night on the town at all. Uh, from the most recent album, Last Year's Honeys, this is uh, Piss Jeans with Romanticize Me. Take all my faults and twist them in your head to 
Liveband.com is Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar. New shows are added daily by the city's most active promoters, musicians, and by the driving force of the music scene, the fans. Liveband.com's listings are different because they are integrated with profiles updated by bands and business owners as they promote upcoming events. Check out the archives to see how closely we've worked within the community to put on the shows you love. Visit LiveMusicVancouver.com for the latest independent and major label event listings. LiveVan.com, Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar. Making a cuppa? Stop! How many cups of tea are you making? What? There's enough for ten cups in there. Only boil the amount of water that you actually need. Very good, old boy. That's right. The British are making less tea to conserve energy. Students can conserve energy, too. A student's life often follows a pattern. Eat, sleep, study. During this routine, don't forget to make time for energy conservation. This will be the easiest thing you do all semester, and a little bit goes a long way. Do your laundry in cold water and hang clothes on standing dry racks or clotheslines instead of using electricity-intensive dryers. If a dryer is the only option, throw in a dry towel with wet clothes to absorb moisture and cut down on drying time. For more energy-saving tips, go to www.bchydro.com. This message brought to you by BC Hydro and CITR 101.9.
So we start off with Piss Jeans there with a uh, romanticized meeting to Hamilton, Ontario, not Hamilton, Ontario. TV Freaks off of last year's two album. We heard back and forth. And then we had to play that track there off of the 1976 debut. Simply known as the Ramones. That was the Ramones with Blitzkrieg Bop. Originally it was called Animal Hop by the songwriter, the recently deceased Tommy Ramone, the last of the original Ramones. He died uh, on July 11th at the age of 65. He had been suffering from bile duct cancer for some time. But uh, yeah, he wrote a lot of their earlier songs, like I Want to Be Your Boyfriend, and he was an active part of the band for the first four albums before he opted not to tour anymore and he was their producer. So, at this point, you think about the names around the logo. Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, Tommy. They're all gone now. I think Marky Ramon is still alive, and I think... Was it CJ? Do you remember James? Yeah, there was a there was a Ramon that played uh, recently at the Biltmore. Uh, it was a few months back. Okay. He was one of the... I think it was C, yeah, CJ. CJ. One of the later guys, That's right. Because anyway, I think the drummer for Blondie was briefly part of the act for once, and he was known as Elvis Ramon. And, uh, yeah, I think there were, like... There was one other Ramon I'm forgetting right now. But... Important. Been yes, that's been a few, but you think about the core. But yeah, the original four, very sad news. Tom. No, it's tough, because at this point there's no... The Ramones, you think about other acts of the time, like Clash, you think about Sex Pistols. Most of those players are still alive. But now the Ramones, there are none. Nice. So, do you remember the first time you heard the Ramones? Um, I kind of do, yeah. I think I was about 13 years old. And then uh, I was kind of, you know, experimenting with skateboarding or whatever. And yeah, like, how can you not like the Ramones? Well, exactly. It felt dangerous in many ways. But at the same time, too, they had that code. They were part of a gang. Everyone wore the leather jackets. They had the hair down in bangs and around them. And they basically were just, you know, yeah. fastest songs. Get it over and done with. And Well, that's not me. I think I was learning guitar at the time as well. And all I wanted to do was just play every Ramones track, you know. Oh, of course. Yeah. No, it's... A lot of people got into bands because of the Ramones. So it's, you know, they were important. And realistically, you know, even though I get a chance to play them all the time here on Exploding Head Movies, they are one of the foundations of what people do when they become, when they form bands. They hear this, they hear how simple it is, they pick up on that, and then they grow from there. So, Definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, let's hop over to Quebec here briefly. At this point, I might have to start throwing songs out. It's great to talk with you, James. Oh no! Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's, uh, no, <laughs> same no, time no. I'm like, you what do I on. choose? So, <laughs> anyways, uh, let's go to Quebec here. Uh, the act is called Los, or I guess in French, Los, and it's off their uh, album Romances. There's going to be Ghost here, and then uh, we'll do some pruning along the way here as we get to our Sunny Sherrick profile here. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
repeat after me. Bugger off. Bugger off. Sod. Sod. Bloody. Bloody. Now put them all together. Bugger off, you bloody sod. Bugger off, you bloody sod. Okay, you're in. Let's yeah. smash things up. Every Saturday, from noon to 1 p.m., listen to Generation Annihilation on CITR 101.9 FM, UBC Radio, in Vancouver.
We have a little T-Lawn in the background here off the 2003 album Acoustic Lazy Dolls. This is In the Attic at Night. So we started off with the Quebec act Los off their 2013 album Romances. We heard the song Ghost. Then we went to Toronto there for some uh, great power rock shredding there. The act is Odonis Odonis, and we heard Order in the Court. <clears throat> Order in the Court, not the Coat. Come on, Gak. Order in the Court, and that's off this year's album Hard Boiled, Soft Boiled. Then we went uh, with a song off of Sonic Youth's final album, which, oddly enough, was their first for Matador. Off of The Eternal, we heard Sacred Trickster. And as you can tell there, we got a little bit more uh, avant-garde guitar there as we went to uh, Philly and Brooklyn there. We closed with Note Killers off of their 2010 album, We're Here to Help. We heard Airport. And uh, Note Killers were a big part of the uh, no-wave New York scene in the 70s. But they went on a hiatus, and they reunited in 2007 to resume their music. But as you can tell, it didn't have that no-wave sound that you associate with acts like uh, Teenage Jesus and uh, uh, DNA and whatnot. But uh, definitely, you can tell they can play their instruments that way. And this will segue us nicely to Sonny Sherrock here, with what little time we have left here on Exploding Head Movies. He was born 1940 in Austining. And uh, he was one of the few guitarists in the first wave of free jazz in the 60s. And as we're about to hear, there's a lot of heavy chord attacks that he does, along with the amplified bursts of wild feedback. So, James, with a lot of the punk and hard rock we've heard so far, we've heard a lot of guitars get thrashed here, right? Oh, uh, we have indeed. That's right. So, and yeah, he's been bopping his head uh, consistently throughout <laughs> most of the shows. Like, what was that? What was that? And we'll make sure we get the playlist shared with everyone that way. So we're going to get a little bit of a jazz angle on this beat. And what happened is that um, Chirac was inspired by uh, John Coltrane, legendary saxophone player. But Chirac had asthma, so he had to switch to the guitar. And what he actually said is that uh, he's really a horn player who plays a really messed up axe. <laughs> so uh, he worked with the flautist Turby Mann, and he actually had an uncredited guest appearance on Miles Davis's album, A Tribute to Jack Johnson. But uh, he had a little bit of a retirement where he worked as a chauffeur and a caretaker until bassist Bill Laswell coaxed him out of retirement. So we're actually going to 1981 here with uh, Bill Laswell, uh, Derek Bailey, and Fred Firth joining Sonny Sherrock on uh, guitar, then uh, Charles K. Noyes on percussion, and then uh, highly active New York avant-garde musician, mostly improv, John Zorn on horn here. This is something from some what they called various artists, but uh, from Improvised Music, New York, 1981, this is the first untitled track, and then we'll listen to a little bit of jazz with Sonny and his then-wife, Linda. Thank you. 
Alright, so we started off with a little short song there by, uh... They technically called Material, but they couldn't use that name for legal purposes or things like that. At the very least, it was Bill Laswell, Derek Bailey, Fred Wirth, uh, Charles K. Noyes, John Zorn, and then Sonny Sherrick there with uh, an untitled song. Then we heard Sonny along with Linda Sherrock off the 1970 album Monkey Pocky Boo, which is its real name, and that track was Soon. And uh, for a time, Sonny and Linda were married together, and they collaborated on several albums that way. And in the background here, this is a, another group that uh, Sonny Sherrock and Bill Laswell were part of. They were called Last Exit, and off their debut album from 1986, of the same name, Last Exit, this is Discharge. Also features drummer, occasional vocalist Ronald Shannon Jackson, and saxophonist Peter Britzman. And uh, for a time, uh, Sherrock was also part of the New York-based improv band Machine Gun. And... Uh, he ended up forming his own bands that way, and Sherrock flourished with Laswell's help. And he noted in a 1991 interview that uh, the last five years at that time had been pretty strange for him, because he went 12 years without making a record at all, and then in the past five years he has seven records under his name. But um, what we're going to do right now, ever so briefly, is listen to some of Sherrock's work for the soundtrack to the Cartoon Network program Space Ghost Coast to Coast. He's joined by drummer Lance Carter. And this was one of the last projects he completed in the studio before he died. And uh, this disc was purely promotional CD advertising the first season of the series, which came out 20 years ago. James, I'm not sure if you've ever seen Space Ghost Coast to Coast, but... Uh, I do remember it, yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do you remember? Okay, so it was a talk show featuring a recycled 60s Hanna-Barbera superhero yeah. behind a desk. He had a uh, locust on the keyboard and some sort of lava man in a suit at the board but it was a case of like video interviews with guests but the video would be chopped up and then repurposed into a way that told another story that way so uh, we're going to listen to the main theme from Space Ghost Coast to Coast here and I'll talk a little bit about afterwards this is Sonny Sherlock uh, featuring some work with Lance Carter Eddie Horst who provided the tent tracks and then some vocal singing by do I have the name here Afraid of the world. So this is going to be a hit single, and we'll see how much time we have left here.
Alright, so from the Space Ghost Coast to Coast promotional album, Weird Sonny Chirac there along with Lance Carter, Eddie Horst, and then Alfredo Joel. So we start off with Hit Single, then we heard Out to Launch, and then we heard a bit of Fear of a Ghost Planet. And at the time, Sonny Chirac agreed to do the show because he thought uh, he was given the description by producer Keith Crawford, and he thought it sounded cute. So he did a whole bunch of takes. Horst was just sort of staring from the studio booth after a blistering take, and then Sonny Chirac asked, Was that too melodic? <laughs> so, uh, the ensuing session not only passed muster for the show theme, but a whole bunch, inspired a whole bunch of music for the album as well, too. So, uh, in the background, we hear Sonny Chirac here a little bit on guitar. Uh, he's supporting your Wayne Shorter off the 1974 album Supernova. This is the title track, and uh, yeah, Sonny Chirac died May 26, 1994, at the age of 53. He had a heart attack, and he was actually on the verge of signing his first major label deal. And season three of uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast was called Sherlock, and it was a dedication to him. The guest at the time was Sonic Youth's Thurston Moore, and uh, basically they fooled around just playing music from Sonny Sherlock the entire show, making it sound like the planet was under attack and whatnot. So... That's it for the Exploding Hit Movies show here. James Benton, thank you for showing up. Uh, thanks for having me on the show, guys. That's so fun. You're welcome anytime. Just let me know. We can always come up and we can do what's called a backdoor pilot. Yeah. Idea of what the Birmingham Vancouver show is going to be like. So. Sounds good. Uh, if not, at least good luck. I'm sure we'll have a show on CITR soon. Thank you very much. All right. So, um, yeah, Josh and Ken Walker's coming up. And, uh... Next week, we'll do something with John Hopkins, a British electronic musician who's coming to town. And uh, we'll close with one last piece off of Space Ghost Coast to Coast, but this is actually a song that appeared on a 1997 episode. This is going to be Pavement with Land of the Hot Knives. So take care of yourselves, Vancouver, and we'll see you in seven days. And enjoy yourself in the land of the hot sun. Bye. to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer www.citr.ca Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show coming up with Gavin Walker.